Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Girl Hang podcast. Today, me, Josephine, and H are here to talk about dating, conscious dating to be more specific. We are very thrilled to kick off this brand new series here on the podcast where we are going to take you on our own conscious dating journey. So me and H are going to begin with to tell you why we are dating and what brought us here to this point in our life. That sounds so serious. We were just talking about it now before we started recording. I was like, yeah, I'm even still asking myself that very question. Why are we dating? Uh, But yeah, so for me, I've basically never dated like ever. I have been in long-term relationship or I've been avoiding relationship altogether and I've never really been on dating apps or dated uh, or anything like that so for me it's uh, about me being curious I want to explore I want to also get to know myself better because what I'm seeing as I've been dipping my toes in the dating pool is that I learned so much about myself and yeah it's this journey for me is also about self-discovery and it's it's so interesting to to see because it becomes so clearly for you what what you want what you like and what you don't like Uh, I don't know if you have the same experience as me, Josephine, but I I just learned so much about myself and it's so interesting. But what about you? Why are you dating? Uh, It's really the same reasons as you. And what we also both have in common is that we were married before. And (laughs) we were two... (laughs) Fun fact. Uh, We were a couple of wives. um, And... Yeah, I I never really been single. All my 20s, I was in relationship and I would just jump from one relationship to another. I was very addicted to being in a relationship. So now trying to explore who I am through dating. And I, yeah, that's what conscious dating is for me, at least. And, And it's really like so interesting, as you say, that you really find out so much about yourself, your patterns, your triggers your turn-offs, your turn-ons, like you're completely mm-hmm. no-go to your yes, green flag for me, you know, and you don't, it's not all about picking up red flags in others, it's also about picking up red flags in yourself, and that has been quite interesting. I oh, definitely okay, see yeah. my, yeah, right, like I definitely see my attachment style way better than ever before, like the hot and cold dynamic, and yeah, and i jumping right to conclusions all the time and you and me hey we joke about it all the time oh my god yeah yeah that we are like bipolar almost when we are dating like in one minute we're like yeah he's super sweet and and the next moment we're like i want to kill this person it's (laughs) so true like if if you if you girls would be like flies on the walls of our house you would see the in in one moment we're like oh happy go lucky and in the next is either me or josephine is like banging on a pillow and then uh, the other one is outside and like what, what's going on with hate no she's just just having like she's just having like frustration she's just letting her anger out yeah exactly <laughs> and, yeah, it's like a, it's like a roller coaster but we're just we're just going with it uh yeah we also, yeah and we also have a saying now in between us girls and we say that we're doing it for the podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) we have a lot of fun with it 
We have a lot of fun with it. I feel almost like Carrie Bradshaw in Sex in the City, who is like, oh, I need to write a new column. So I need to, you know, go on a date or something. <laughs> but yeah. it's but it is for myself in the end. Uh, but it, yeah, it's a joke we have in between us that we do it for the podcast. And I guess we are in a way too. <laughs> Because uh, you have to, you know, you have to live it. You can't just talk about it. You have to experience it, uh, the good and the bad. And I have gotten in contact with my father wound so much these couple of, of weeks after I uh, I started dating more actively. Yeah, me too. I, like I said before, I never really dated. So uh, I never had the, like contact, that much contact with the father wound as well, because it's different. Like you, yeah, of course your father wound can be, or is triggered in a relationship, but it's different when you're in a relationship or when you're in like a marriage, it's completely different from the dating scenario, right? So me dipping my toes in the dating world and having like, my father wound just smack in the face oh my god it's been yeah it's been a roller coaster and but I'm also very grateful that I have the ability to to hold space for it now and to work on that and to see what see my shadows and see what it is that I need to where I need to put my attention and as you said earlier it's also about not only seeing the red flags in others but more importantly in ourselves and oh my god there's things that I'm seeing that I don't want to see but I have to right to be honest it's a jungle out there and I have met or met slash talked to a lot of different uh, people and yeah it's just a lot of different things you meet there like it's good it's bad it's all in between and it's it's interesting to say the least I can say that it's very interesting and just to add what you're saying right now is that people are on dating apps for different reasons mm -hmm. so when you go on there um, you will meet a lot of different type of people and I think that's really surprised me is that I thought I had a type And I realized uh, I don't necessarily have a type. Maybe I am rediscovering what my type is now because I my wounds were attracted to one type of person before. Mm -hmm. And that looks different now, or at least I'm still attracted to that type. But now I'm also attracted to other types, which is very interesting. And yeah, you learn a lot. You learn a lot. But let's dive a little bit into the father wound, which is a very interesting subject. Like the other day here, H, I had to do an inner child meditation. It was like a guided meditation online that I downloaded. And I got some visions I have to share with you that was very interesting. I saw my inner child in... Um, a living room and I remember this scenario but I've almost forgotten all about it what my father sometimes would do because he was very busy he was very much in survival all the time he was a workaholic so what he would do when it was his time to have me and my my brother because my parents are divorced sometimes when he didn't have time you know he, it was it was his time to have us but he didn't have time to have us so he would maybe just place us somewhere random 
And so often when I was with him in the weekends, I would just be placed by a friend of his or someone he knew. And he'd be like, I pick you up later. And I remember being in his living room to a stranger I'd never been to, never met before. And it was just like super awkward. And I was just waiting there for my dad. So it was so interesting to have this guided meditation where I got to like meet myself again in that moment and just like take her out of that situation and be like, I want to spend time with you and and I want to prioritize you. And I had a good, good long cry and 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 shaking uh, so I could release the trauma. And yeah, just a note on releasing trauma. You have to <laughs> release it many times. It's sometimes one time it's not enough, but it still feels really good afterwards. So yeah, that was a good experience for me. And I wouldn't have got access to that memory, I think. It wasn't that I had forgot about it, but it wasn't like present in my in my conscious mind either. And if I hadn't start dating and be like, triggered I wouldn't have had access to that wow thank you for sharing and I'm so proud of you for doing the work uh, that takes a brave woman uh, yeah and you're a brave woman thank you and about the father wound like uh, we all I feel like we all have ways or scenarios that trigger us more than others for me uh like until now, the scenario that has been triggering me the most, I think, was uh, uh, when, especially when words and actions don't align. Uh, because uh, when I was growing up, my father would always tell me because I was always like, uh, my father was like like my favorite. You always, I think, you always have like a favorite, your mom or your father. And me was my father, and I was always looking for his acknowledgement and love in various ways and I played football and I always wanted him to come to my soccer games and just watch me and I remember like every time I scored a goal I just looked over and see if he was there because he always promised me that he would be there but he never came and like even after he uh, he said that he would come and didn't come. He would always promise me again and again, but this time I'm coming, this time I'm coming, this time is different. And every time I believed him and then I was there scoring all my goals, looking, I was not even like, yeah, I was happy I scored a goal, but what I wanted was to see my father there being there, like clapping for me. And always I turned to the side to see if he was there and then he was never there. And that led to a really big father wound. And I get so triggered when when a man, uh, his action didn't align with his words. So he would tell, this was uh, a guy that I was supposed to meet. The funny thing is that he is the one that was most interested. He was the one that was most on. He was the one that always took initiative. He was the one that wanted to do video chat. He was coming to Costa Rica for a vacation and he really wanted to meet me and did like everything to try to find a space for us to meet. And he was super sweet and I opened up to him. We had really deep, good conversations and I felt a true connection there like a really authentic connection I was really looking forward to meet him and then it uh, um, the time was coming to when we were supposed to meet in Costa Rica and then suddenly he just went quiet 
like he didn't <laughs> he didn't text me he was just went quiet like I texted him and then like I didn't hear anything more from him and I was like I remember asking you and Maya am I being ghosted like is this being ghosted like and I was so confused I didn't know what the fuck was going on I deeply like deep inside I knew that I hadn't done anything wrong but it still felt like I had done something wrong because why did he suddenly not text me back like why was he suddenly going quiet and the worst part of sitting in that was that I didn't know if I would ever get the answer like I didn't know if I would ever hear from him again know the reason for why he just suddenly decided to not write to me not meet me uh, or whatever uh so yeah i went through this roller coaster of shame i felt so ashamed i felt grief i was so sad i was crying i was mad i was fucking mad i was furious <laughs> you can't see this but josephine is nodding her head because she knows she heard me from my room she heard me <laughs> and i was smashing that pillow and i had so much rage one thing that's important to remember is that if we get triggered in in the dating scenario or in relationship, it's most most often because it is something deeper uh, reacting or responding to something that happened before, most likely in her childhood. Even though like my feelings and my reaction to that situation, of course, was valid because what he did was not okay, but it is, is also so much deeper. So yeah, it is that deep because he triggered that situation triggered my abandonment wound and my father wound that I've been carrying my whole life so yeah that was uh, one of the not so good experiences should I share like like what's the update now because now it's like uh, a few weeks after yeah yeah absolutely you should share that okay so I was talking with Josephine and Maya and like to move on and just like put it in the past I I like if I could get some answers that would help me I don't care what's the reason for why he didn't answer for what why he did what he did but if I knew it I felt that it would be easier for me to just like okay now I can just cut off my energy I don't want my energy flowing to that anymore I just want to put that like process and integrate and everything and then put my energy elsewhere so I texted him and I told him or I think I just asked him like what what happened <laughs> uh, I was I was waiting for you to text me or something like that uh, and then uh, he answered like right away uh, apologizing and uh, explaining something that had happened and it was something with his friend that been had been going through something and it, it was just a lot of things that had been happening something went wrong with the trip and yeah uh, and then he wanted to have a video call with me uh, to try to or just talk and see like yeah, and explain to me what had happened and I agreed to that uh, but then again he I don't know I don't just I just think he didn't couldn't like find the time he's been a, a I think he's in a really stressful period of his life so the ending of the story is me telling him that I see that you're trying but I cannot stay in this situation because you are not treating me the way I deserve and if you don't have time or energy to give me like to even respond to my messages I don't want to stay here like I see that you try uh, let's just end it here 
And who knows about the future? Like, uh, but you're obviously in a place right now where you cannot commit to having like to engage, keep engaging with me. His word is saying that he wants to, but his action is saying that he don't. So exactly back to that, when the words and actions don't align. So I was like, okay, I hear you, but your action is proving otherwise. I cannot stay in this any longer. And so that was that was the ending. But I'm happy that I got to find out like what happened because at one point I was like, did he die? Like did <laughs> because <laughs> you don't know. Like there's all these thoughts, and I I'm sure that uh, you girls can relate. Like if you've ever been in that kind of situation, like you don't know what the fuck happened. Like it could be it could be like thousands of different reasons, but you don't know. You just don't know. So, but when you do, if you have the chance to get an answer do it because like my experience is that it's so much easier to just put things away than like cut cut off the energy because I felt that it was like an energy leakage for me because I was always thinking like but what happened like I and I didn't know so and now I know and then it's easier for to just yeah to don't have that energy leakage anymore I just have to add something to what you just said yeah first of all Either way, if he hadn't answered you, you still had the last word, which is important, I think. We just uh-huh. tell people that's not okay. In some scenarios, we just got to leave, you know? But in this sure. scenario, the best thing was to just say your piece. Uh-huh. And also, if everyone is stressed or have a lot to do in their lives, everyone has, you know, everyone's busy. Like That answers questions you have about this person too, I think, like... Why would we only use time with someone who only have the time for us when they're not busy, when they don't feel stress, uh, when they don't have a lot on their plate? Do you know what I mean? Because that can happen often because of your work and family, life, whatever. We want people to prioritize us regardless of that. And also communicate it if they are overloaded with things. And he never did that with you. So I think yeah. it was very good of you to just like pick that up right away. And you also told him that. And I think that's that's very cool. And that's for me, that's conscious dating because we are aware of our needs and we express them. Mm-hmm. So important. So this is what dating, conscious dating is, is practice too. And you you fucking did that. And I think it's something to be really proud of. Yeah, and I also and I also told him like if if like if you if you don't even have the energy to respond to someone like why are you even on a dating app like yeah also like I I don't I don't 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 treat any other girl like this either because no one deserves to be treated in that way exactly if you don't have the time walk away like don't don't give me uh, fake hope and and, uh-huh. and yeah just leave me alone then uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. But the thing is today, a lot of people think they know what they want, but they don't necessarily know. And that's also what we are exploring right now with ourselves. And also, yeah. And also one thing that I just just popped in my head now is also he thought that he had me when, when, we, and when all this was going on. And that is also, it has to do with trauma and everything, right? Because if he feels that he has me, then he is, uh, then he's not anxious, right? Because he feels that he, that he had me. Then he stops trying. Yeah. And then for like for him, if he's not in a secure. um, If he doesn't have a secure attachment style. Exactly. Then uh, for him, just it 
then it's enough for him just knowing or thinking that he has me right and then then he don't feel anxious uh so so maybe that's where he at i'm happy that i got to say my piece and um just stop that energy from draining from me anymore exactly and that's the thing about dating people like as you said before of course the the thing that happens to you right now is also very hurtful but it's so much deeper and it's so important to honor those feelings and and of course not project all your wounding and hurts on the other person but also say like hey that's not okay to do because for example ghosting is literally the worst thing you can do with a person who has an abandonment wound and i don't i haven't met a person yet who doesn't have an abandonment wound we all have one yes yeah so it's really not okay so to go back to where i am and if i have some stories about my (laughs) daily life i sure do um I can begin with telling about a guy I chatted with on Tinder. What's very normal is, especially here in, in Costa Rica and this part of the world, it's normal to share your WhatsApp. So we start chatting on WhatsApp. And for those who doesn't know, you can't send pictures and stuff like that on Tinder, but you can on WhatsApp. And I, of course, chatted first with this guy on Tinder and he seemed normal and he seemed you know very chill and relaxed and then when we get on to whatsapp after some chatting maybe like for an hour or so he all of a sudden sends me a picture of him laying naked in bed with a boner and i was like oh, dude man. that's i don't even have words for it he violated me and i was like i did not invite that in i did not invite that in Mm-mm. what was interesting when i told him that is not okay he started to get super anxious and start coming with these excuses of why he did that. His apartment was flooded and all these weird excuses. And I was like, dude, if this is how you handle stress, you are not a person I want to engage with. And then he asked if we could continue to be friends because he had opened up and shared so much. And he thought I was, I could help him a lot. And then I told him, no, I'm not looking for being a man's therapist or anyone's therapist. So no. So I also got to say my piece about this and hopefully that will never happen again because now I have, I feel like I've made sure that I don't send out that energy at all. And don't get me wrong, it will never be your fault to get a dick pig or whatever, but we live in a, live in a strange time, you know, and a lot of people are affected by porn, etc. And I just made sure to put out that fucking energy out there. And I like nudes, dick pics, whatever. They are not invited in my energy field ever again. And now I even pick it up very fast after this experience, red flags, very fast, even just in chats. If they start, you know, commenting on your appearance and and a lot of about the physical right away and you haven't even had a conversation yet, that's very negative in my eyes. So when a guy does that, I don't even respond. If a guy is more curious about who I am and we get to know each other a little bit and then he says to me I think you're very beautiful yeah thanks you know I, I can receive that that compliment but I we don't start there and looking back at that conversation with that guy I can now see that well he did comment on my looks very fast so next thing you know dick pic in my feed <laughs> It's never okay. Like never, never send a dick pic. Like n- just never do it. And I, 
I don't know. I I meet that a lot where the conversation often they want to they want to like they start to put it like in the sexual direction like why do you want to go there you don't know me and I clearly stated that I'm not looking for a random hookup so why do you want to why do you want to go there why do they do that honestly I think it's like hookup culture and where we at now in our society Mm. there's a lot of focus on sex and sex is amazing and I love sex too we all do that's part of our human needs but we have been very much colored by pornography I think and forgotten what sex is really about and sex is connection is sharing energies at least that's my philosophy what's very important for most women is to feel safe Mm -hmm. when they have sex okay because then we can open up and to even get there we have to you know go through a whole big process also I met people like again chatted with different types of people and it also surprises me that a lot of the men I've spoken to completely understand that I'm not just going to meet them as they are stranger that's very dangerous for me they can potentially be a killer you know what's the dangerous thing for men that could happen on a date that he gets humiliated what's the most dangerous thing that can happen to a woman if she goes on a date with a stranger to be killed raped tortured Mm -hmm. murdered you name it and it's like 50 50 I meet some who already knows this and are like Do you want a video call first? What do you need to feel safe? And then you have others who are like completely in the dark. But I'm not here to teach them that. You know what I mean? I'm not here to learn. Like you should just be curious about this yourself. And if you're not, then we're not on the same page. That might seem a little harsh, but it's like it's my safety. And my safety, I will will never compromise my safety ever again. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, this, the more, or I see that in me, the more people I talk to, the faster I pick up. Because you can have those that are really good at masking, that they're only maybe looking for a random hookup, but they're masking it really in the beginning. And then you can see like what their direction they're going for. And I feel like the more people I talk to, the the faster I see who those people are. And it, it's just interesting. And also I just, before even like bothering using my time with people, I just say like, I'm not looking for a random hookup. So if that's you, that's cool, but I'm not here for it. And I don't want to lose my time if that's what you're looking for. Just saying that for me, is like a big deal. Like that's me honoring my needs and being aware of what I want and what I need as a woman keeping yourself safe that is something that's important to talk about because you should always like meet when you're meeting a person meet them in a public place never go to their home like the first time you meet them like meet them in the public place and also do like video calls like you said before you meet them so you actually know that that's the same person as the pictures Uh, I always bring my pepper spray you can share your location from your phone with your girlfriends uh, let people know where you're going. If you're going to meet someone to see the sunset, let them know where you're going to be. And yeah, keep yourself safe. Because as a woman, that's unfortunately something that we need to do. It is. And I also make sure that the guy I speak to, I'm full aware, you know. Um, and I 
I'm very proud of myself. I set a lot of boundaries with guys. I am very direct. Uh, an advice uh, Maya gave me was to begin to lean back because that will make sure that people show you who they are. And instead of giving and giving all the time, you just lean back. And that's so much easier as well to, you know, pick up signs, etc. And also you shouldn't be telling people what you're looking for in regards of what you're looking for in a man, because then they can easily just pretend that they are that man, right? Of course, you should tell them what you're looking for when it comes to if you're looking for a relationship or not, if you're looking for connection or not. Of course, you should tell them that. There's nothing wrong with that. Be direct about those things, but don't tell them what you're looking for in a person because you're basically telling them how to manipulate you. And sadly, that's the world we live in and we have to be realistic about that. So I never tell a person that. I never do that. Yeah, and it's it's true because I got that question so much. Like, what are you looking for in a man? I'm like, dude, I'm not going to sit there and tell you how like what person you're you can pretend to be to make me want to have a connection with you no I'm not interested in who you can pretend to be I'm interested in who you are so show me who you are and then we will see (laughs) exactly and I also stopped like uh, I had some question for a guy I I talked to and I'm probably going to meet him at some point and I was like yeah I would like to meet you but first I have some questions for you and I asked him different types of questions and I also told her you go first and also don't answer what you think I want to hear just be honest because you don't know what I want to hear exactly and then he answered honestly and then I answered him as well and then I was like okay it seems like we're on the same page then the next thing we can do is a video call before even agreeing to meeting mm-hmm. each other And I can just add for the listener here that we live in a very small town in Costa Rica. So the dating scene here is often that you meet people in other cities and towns or other places. You don't necessarily always meet them here because it's not that big of a town. But in high season, there will be much more people here and easier to meet people. But yeah. It's just normal to do that here. I just wanted to mention that because it really depends where you are in the world, I guess. And we don't live in a big city here. I'm curious though, H, do you have any like advice for our listeners? Other advice when it comes to dating? Um, yeah. Um, like I mentioned er- earlier, I think the most important thing is as for us being women, uh, protect yourself, stay safe. So that's like the biggest one for me. And also maybe be more curious to your own red flags than to others and start there. And uh, also know your worth and don't think that you deserve less. Like you don't deserve crumbles. You deserve the world and you should have that. And if they can't give that to you, then you move along because you deserve so much. Uh, don't, uh, Don't settle. Because you're amazing and you deserve someone that treats you that way. You deserve princess treatment. So, yeah. I so agree. And I will give the same advice as well. Because even though you're, no matter what reason you're dating, you should still not just settle. You should still be treated well and with respect. 
And honestly, you can still get, in my opinion, maybe it's the wrong word to use, but like girlfriend treatment. They should they should prioritize you. They should they should really make you feel comfortable, safe, good about yourself. Uh, don't chase, attract as well. And of course, communicate your needs and definitely look at your patterns. This is a golden opportunity to look at your patterns and, and look at your wounding as well. For me, it has been really eye-opening and it's so easy to blame on other people, you know. <laughs> so it's difficult to sit with these things and, and you know, sit with your shadows but try to hold yourself in it try to really hold yourself in it and love those shadows too they are there to protect you all these like patterns and different self-sabotaging patterns that you have whatever it is coming up is there to protect you and just be grateful that they once kept you safe now you get to observe them and just and just have a closer look at them Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and I also do want to share that it is okay t- for us women uh, to be dating, just to be dating. Like, that is totally okay. You don't need to be looking for, like I'm saying, like, I'm not looking for a husband. Uh, and that is okay. We're allowed to date, to date, to explore, to enjoy, to get to know yourself, to have connections. That is allowed. So yeah, I think it was important to put that out there because I know it's it can be a lot of shame around that. And also, uh, yeah, I think that's that there's more episode to come around that theme. But yeah, there definitely will. And yeah, I think I, I read a quote once said like, some people are not ready for a relationship. Some people are only ready for connection. And that's where I am at right now. Like I've been in relationships for 11 mm-hmm. years. So yeah. <laughs> yeah (laughs) so now this time is about exploring dating and meeting new people and we shouldn't be ashamed of that that's completely okay and then you it's okay to change your mind it's okay to you know I, I I know for me in the future I want like a healthy conscious relationship but not right now in my life. And what I'm doing right now is actually helping me getting there. Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. Thank you, girls, so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed. Please subscribe and like. You're more than welcome to follow us on Instagram. Yeah, and if you have uh, some crazy uh, stories or something that you have experienced in the dating apps or something like that, please share with us and then we can share anonymously, anonymously, of course. But yeah, that would be so fun if you have some funny stories because I know me and Josephine have, have some of them that we will share also along the way. But yeah. Please share please share we uh, we would love to hear from you and your experiences in the dating world so this was the first episode regarding like our dating series so stay tuned for more juicy <laughs> content <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Ciao.